0: Welcome to the Airbus Podcast. My name is Jamel. My name is Peter. My name is Mike. Are we doing
1: weird voices? Is that what's that? No, man, this is yeah. how Jamel and
2: I talk. Mike, why the fuck are you making fun of us? I'm
1: sorry, yeah. I I I misheard. I think it was my my my, no. my headphones.
2: No, you just decided to make fun of the way that
1: Jamel and I talk. Please don't shame
0: us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Alright guys, well, well let's get some business out of the way because we got a great episode coming. Uh, we got a, a, a very special guest. He can talk whenever he wants, but we'll introduce him in a little bit. Uh, guys, if you want to support the Buds, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod for $5 a month. You get bonus episodes. You get access to our Discord. Uh, we I just wonder
0: when he was going to stop.
1: <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> yeah, it faded out there. Uh look, we just put out a very fun Patreon episode uh breaking down the whole Vivian from Lakers Twitter uh situation the other day. I don't know, that was a fun episode. I I felt like what did you guys think?
0: It was fun. I had fun.
1: We had a good time. Yeah. We went full law and order uh step um, by step. Boom,
0: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. Do, yeah. The, do the gavel thing. Uh,
1: Patreon.com slash Airbuds pod. And then, uh, if you want, guys, it really helps us out if you go to Apple Podcasts and you give us a five-star review. And if you write something, we will read whatever you write in a review on the podcast at some point. Uh, no new written reviews. We got a couple five-star clicks. Uh, our, our five stars went up, but nobody wrote a review. So uh, Thank you. if you... If you want us to 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 read what you write, you got to write something.
0: And keep in mind, we don't plan the show. The show is pretty loose. Benner usually texts us about three hours before the show starts and says, "What do you assholes want to talk about?" <laughs> 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 and then we say a couple things, and then we forget one of them. So if you got some shit on your chest, what do you dumb fucking idiots want to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that mean in our group text. <laughs> but thank you for acknowledging some degree of meanity. I think Meanedness.
1: sometimes I, I, I am just very straightforward in when I text you guys and you guys get your feelings hurt and I never mean to be mean. I'm just like, what do you guys want to talk about? And then Jamel and Peter go on their little side text and they're like, better being mean to us. What are we going to do?
0: I mean, I'll say it Talk in the about it in chat. Front on the yeah, podcast. Yeah. It. I it. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I man. Side chat with
1: him. <laughs> yeah, the hell? All right, let's get to the podcast, guys. Today, we have a very special guest. He's an actor and comedian, and honestly, like a bona fide podcast celebrity that you know from such big time podcasts, so much bigger than ours, like Thrilling Adventure Hour. Uh, welcome to Night Vale, And uh, Tyson Fights, please welcome the hilarious Hal Lublin. Hello, Hal.
2: Hey there.
3: So I can't do it. I was gonna do it. Oh, <laughs> thinking, How long can I keep it up? I was like, Oh my god. I can't. No. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thank Thanks you. For, or, or allowing me to bully my way onto your show.
1: No. Uh we I mean look, we you made uh booking a guest so easy because you just basically added us and were like, have us on have me on your fucking podcast and we were like, Okay <laughs> I turned the tables on you. I was like, You piece of shit. I know yeah. you're talking about the other two, <laughs> and uh, I can't have it anymore. Yeah. I I love it. Uh, Hal, look, when we were talking about you coming on the show, you let us know right off the bat that you had one topic that you especially wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. and that was your love for Joel Embiid. And so we want to give you that space right here, right now, to kind of wax poetic about uh, Joel, Duo 180, Embiid.
3: <laughs> you know there are very few athletes in philadelphia history and there are many that are revered and have had long accomplished careers but there are very few that have a connection with the city rocky the way joe B does
2: there's rocky the guy that mark Wahlberg played who like got on the special teams unit the, like, mostly fictional.
3: <laughs> right that's yeah. right they're mostly fictional <laughs> rocky bugs bunny we love him we assumed he was playing for the sixers in space jam you can't prove otherwise. Right. No, uh, Joel Embiid's one of those guys who has connected with the city. I, don't, I haven't seen anybody like him since Allen Iverson in terms of, like, we just love him and who he is and everything he brings to the table. And it feels like he loves us back. And I wish I'd come on a week ago
0: <laughs> when we were all
3: on a huge high. And I've been thinking about this a lot is sort of what what, what is the story of this season, if I could sum it up in a game. And I don't know, there are two games I'm thinking of. One is the comeback victory against the Jazz, where Joel Embiid basically takes the entire team on his back, sends them to overtime, and then they win the game.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Or is it, is it the three-point loss to the Suns, where we're getting our ass kicked the entire game, he brings us back again, and then almost makes a three-quarters court heave to tie the game and send it to overtime. I think if that had happened, we would
1: have won. I mean, he, okay, yeah. So, I what was that? Was that Thursday against mm-hmm. the Jazz? Um, yeah,
3: or yeah. the Suns?
1: Yeah, or I'm sorry, Suns? No, no.
3: Wednesday against the Suns. Then, then we lost to the Bucks. Then we got a day off to lose to the Bucks again mm. last night.
1: I'm thinking about the full court heave though. Uh, that, that was
3: that was Wednesday. Yeah, that
1: was Wednesday. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that would have been if that went in. If you're not, if you don't know, uh, the Sixers were down three. Joel Embiid grabs a rebound off a free throw, I think.
3: A free throw missed by Chris Paul who's shooting ninety three percent for the season.
1: Yeah. And he immediately turns and does a baseball like throw ninety feet down the court. Uh, it goes in and out. It, it Like, the, the there are freeze frames where you could see the ball is, like, at the bottom of the net, but somehow mm-hmm. it still rims out.
0: It's carnival rules, man. It's just from that <laughs> angle and the amount of force, that shot is impossible. The only way you can hit that shot is if you vault off of somebody. You have to be higher up. Like, mm-hmm. execute a somersault, do some sort of cheerleader shit, throw a alley oop. <laughs> To a guy, and then he throws it from, like, up there. It's like if they
2: were, like, jumping off the trampolines for the dunking, but just for shooting at midcourt, basically. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which should be allowed for last-second shots. Ooh, slam ball rules for the last 30 seconds of a game? Yeah. Or it's it's under (laughs) under four points? (laughs) You trade in your reviews. I don't want to review any plays. Give us a trampoline.
1: (laughs) Now you're making sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of talk right now about the – you guys know about the Elam ending, which is like a a version of – The one they um, do in the
2: All-Star game now that was good one year and then really dumb this year. Yeah, confusing this time.
1: There should be a version of it that's the trampoline ending. And if there's – if the game is within five points and there's a minute left, they should just put a bunch of trampolines on the court and you get to play with that. What if now it's just the Elon
2: ending, like Elon Musk, and everyone just has to like buy Dodge, write porn. sketches for him, yeah? You know, <laughs> everyone has to. Everyone has to, um, you know, uh, benefit from generational apartheid wealth. At the end of every <laughs> right.
0: Perfect. Look it. Sounds sick, actually. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I'm watching.
2: Good. No, listen. I mean, Hal. We'll be honest. Uh, Jamel and I are the two biggest Embiid and Sixers fans on this year's podcast. Hands down. So uh, you're going to have no arguments from us. Mike Benner, on yeah. the other hand, who grew up on the mean streets of Philadelphia.
1: That's has, no.
2: It's just just had a torrid love hate relationship with the team this year. Um,
1: but, I have a love love relationship with Joel Embiid. I have a love hate relationship with the Sixers just because you hate I, Joel Embiid a little bit sometimes. Not mm, now, but mm,
0: mm, mm, when he was eating nope. chicken sandwiches. I love that. In the warm up. <laughs> you didn't like I that. I love that. Oh, you didn't like
1: McChicken, Embiid. It is my dream to eat a McChicken while getting a rub down on camera. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, we can make that happen
0: on this Zoom. <laughs> yeah, actually, it's, it's already recording.
1: Yeah, there was a stretch
3: a couple of years ago where he it was just every time the Sixers were playing on TNT, it was a shot of him eating like Jughead while somebody put a roller in his calves. <laughs> and it was like, there's no way this is good for him at all. yeah. Like, Here's the great thing about Joel Embiid this season is he's playing like the person he's claimed to be for his whole career. Like he's always talked well and he's always played well. And I, I wondered if the version of him we got two years ago where he's putting up like 27, 28 points a game, if that was going to be the best version. Like, is this the best he's going to do because he just refu- he loves chocolate too much and just refuses to to do the work because he's so talented. And then he had a kid and had to play with Al Horford for a year and learned what suffering was <laughs> and now and now he's i mean this is the this is the best version of him as a as a human player not just what he does on the court but just what he brings do you think having as, a as kid a person.
2: was like the best inspiring thing and playing with Al Horford was the most like horrifying motivating thing just kind of swirled together like chocolate and vanilla
3: yeah, I think it was. It's the highs. You can't get too high or too low. And when you have the worst possible roster, roster constructed around you, but then you also have a kid. I mean, that's you, you're, at, you're at a crossroads. You got to make a choice.
2: I kind of feel like he's being dismissed for MVP consideration, which is insane.
3: I mean, he's missed, what, 19 games now? It's, it's going to be tough,
0: but... I mean, I mean, I think
2: Jokic and the Nuggets are not, like, I don't know. I mean,
0: they're about to be lot? third. They're about to get a, like, home court because the Lakers, the Lakers are about to end up in the playing.
3: <laughs> that won't matter, though. It yeah, won't obviously. matter if they get there healthy, unfortunately. I would love to live in a world where that where that mattered more. But, yeah, that. I, I think Jokic is super skilled. I think he's really good. I don't think he's that great a defender, and I think that's what's going to... That's what should kill... That's what should kill his MVP chances versus
1: somebody else, but... It's Embiid. I'm sorry, it's Jokic. Jokic is MVP. I hate it. The narrative of of Embiid in this too many games. Embiid isn't even technically, like, qualified right now to to be like among the league leaders in points per game because of how many games he's missed. Like it's yeah. just the season is fucked. There's 72 games, everyone is injured. And people are playing back to back to back to back to back. Like, it's crazy. I I don't know. Like of course Embiid will be having his best year, but because of the way the league rules are and the the schedule is, like he won't be fully considered for MVP because that's the way it is with Philadelphia. We'll be having a superstar player having the best year of his career, playing better than everybody, but because of, like, technicalities, he can't be MVP.
0: And also because he can't pass that good. He's gotten much better. He's gotten so much better. That's part of it. Okay.
3: Yeah, he's a a better passer. He gets better every year. He's way better at reading double teams. And there are a lot of times where I I look at him making a turnover, and I – and I see that, like, Seth Curry has rotated so far around that you have, like, three, four guys on the perimeter or three guys on the perimeter and Ben in the dunker spot. Like, they're not spacing out. Somebody's not where they're supposed to be because he should have an easier pass. But Jokic is a pass first, you know, Jokic is like a control the game from the elbow kind of guy. Like, he's looking, I think he's looking to pass before he scores. He doesn't have to be the central, like, Jamal Murray, to me, was like the, cent- the, the, the focus point of the offense and Jokic was like like 1A.
0: And mm. no Murray, no fucking problem. Yeah. No.
2: yeah. I mean
0: I'm I mean sure eventually I a problem. Yeah. Look, there's going to be a problem, but like we're just talking about regular season standings. Come on, man, don't, don't ride me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think it depends we'll see where the two teams end up because the Nuggets could go for a slide without Murray. So far, no problem, but
0: that could right. wear on. Let me ask you this. Yeah, I just want to go. How? What are Embiid's tweets like this year? I don't see him. Is he doing different gifts? What are his memes? What is he up to? He's, his best
3: one was about Tony Bradley saying that the Sixers should build around him when Bradley was filling in for him and yeah. winning. That was. But he's really toned it down. No Rihanna. I mean, you know, he's happily, he's happily coupled right now. So there's no, there's no like. It's he's really toned it down. He's le- like. There's no calling anybody and nobody, uh, calling like, uh, whatever, Jared Dudley and nobody, which is my favorite interview of his.
0: Yeah, because he has a kid now and he's like, what if my kid ends up Jared Dudley? Yeah. <laughs> 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 what do do? He would disown
3: him, clearly. That was the only possible <laughs> choice. He comes out, the kid came out bald wearing a headband. He was like, oh, this is already a problem.
1: <laughs> yeah he uh he's definitely not been online like he has been in the past definitely probably because of his kid he's only tweeted like one two three like probably like seven times in the past month most of it has been about soccer like straightforward Mm -hmm. soccer tweets that's Uh,
0: that's the signs of success cryptic sports tweets yeah (laughs) not even cryptic just out of context he had a couple good
1: All-Star Game tweets. Because you remember, he uh, he <laughs> he and Ben Simmons got exposed by a haircut uh, or a barber who yep. was was uh, test positive for COVID. And so he and Ben had to set out the All-Star Game. And so he had a couple tweets. He called it a Mickey Mouse All-Star Game.
2: <laughs> Sometimes when you say <laughs> him and Ben... And you're talking about Embiid, the first thing I just think about is Matt Damon and Ben Affleck in Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like a Ben Simmons Joel Embiid remake of Goodwill Hunting would be pretty nice. Who's with me?
1: Who is yeah. the
2: Ben Affleck in that duo, though? Uh definitely ben Simmons. ben Simmons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then who is the Kevin Smith that secretly wrote that movie? Um, that's Sam Hankey. Yeah, yeah,
3: it uh, has to be Sam Hinkie, <laughs> yeah, or or uh, uh, Brian Colangelo's wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Doc is Robin Williams. Yeah, yeah, right. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. And
2: Daryl Morey is mini driver.
1: Matisse <laughs> <laughs> Steibel is the apples.
2: <laughs> That's right.
1: Oh, I love that kid. If Brett
2: Brown is whatever Skarsgard plays the uh, yeah. uh the, the professor.
3: He yeah. just talks about his uh his rings with the spurs. Yeah. Like they're his fields medal.
2: Is it possible to get these? you will never <laughs> do it. It's <That's> my Skarsgard <laughs> accent.
3: It's really good. I thought he was yeah. here.
1: <laughs> Brett Brown uh fit right into the Goodwill Hunting universe with that accent.
0: hmm
3: Yeah, he's built for it.
1: Yeah.
0: That's uh, but, why i
3: miss his interviews that's the like that's the thing i miss about him the most is his joel joe ben <laughs> he's our crown
1: jewel yeah i will will Brett brown ever be back in the league no he kind of was like a sacrificial lamb like he he coached He he started okay, so yeah, he coached like five bad teams and then got them to decent playoff success, and then was basically ousted because he's everyone decided he's bad. He's not good. Is he ever going to come back? Will he ever head coach again?
3: Not, not at the. I don't think he can coach a team. I think that where he struggled with the Sixers, he was like a great develop not developing players, but when they were. And they had to sort of build a culture and, and lose a bunch. He was, he was good for that and getting them to the next step. But he can't handle, I think, his personality Success. management. Yeah. He yes. wasn't built to succeed. <laughs> Doc Rivers is a better coach for, for where they need to go and where they are now.
2: Is James Borrego the best Popovich coaching tree disciple? Am I missing someone?
3: Isn't uh isn't Budenholzer also up on that
0: tree?
2: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, but Budenholzer hasn't had Oh, come on. Don't fuck around with Booty Holzer. He's had great
1: <laughs> Budenholzer has had great regular season success and no playoff success.
2: Okay, and so what, what are we all going to say the greatest memories of my lifetime of like JR Smith just shooting 57 threes against <laughs> the Kyle Korver Hawks?
0: And Tristan Thompson just like
2: detonating Al Horford into the sun. Oh man! <laughs> I like. I mean. I guess. I if Budenholzer. Do we talk about the Bucks? Do we care? Do we think the Bucks are going to get to the Eastern well, you Conference
0: know what Finals? Benner's going to say. You know how he feels. I don't, I don't, I don't know have...
1: if I feel that they're okay. Look, Hal. I I've always I've long been on the the Bucks are frauds train. Sure. Uh, I don't think they're frauds anymore. Maybe I think they uh, are. This, this motherfucker's
0: scared. You scared? I am. Okay. You should be, and you yeah. should be because you've been talking shit for two years, and they are finally good—like good, good.
1: Yeah, Drew Holiday is a big upgrade for them. I, I think Drew Holiday is like all the difference, honestly. But I mean, like
3: this is—it feels weird to say this about Giannis, but there, there are facets to his game that after winning two mvp awards in a row should be better and aren't. And the main one if like I know people want him to shoot like his three point shooting is not great. Like a mid-range or fadeaway would be nice. He doesn't really need it because he can get to the rim whenever he wants. There's no excuse for being as poor of a free throw shooter he is, as he is. When the amount of contact he's going to draw or like just making an improvement there would would make them as a team even more dangerous because you can send him to the line a bunch, and he's not going to hurt you there.
1: Yeah. Here's what I'll say: he's, I just want to shoot my well, guy. A I just want to hold on. I just want to. He's a 68 percent free throw shooter. That's yeah, that's terrible for a
0: guy that. Well, that come that on! Gets, if he only if he hits like, two more at uh, 69, well, that's what LeBron
2: hits basically.
0: That's fire.
3: Yeah, LeBron can hit shots from all over the floor, though. Giannis can Giannis can get to the rim. But he shoots, what, 29, 28, 29% from three? Something like that, maybe. I think
2: LeBron should just take his free throws from the three point line. Is that, can you do that? Yeah.
3: It Dwight might be Howard better. does. I keep <laughs> seeing Dwight Howard move <laughs> further and further away from the free throw line in an attempt to get the ball to go in. Yeah.
0: The Nick Van Exel effect. <laughs> uh, I, can, I just want to it, call it, it, out,
1: uh, Jamel, your Washington Wizards just soundly defeated the Cleveland Cavaliers. I didn't. Yeah, uh,
0: Peter been it's been watching the whole fucking I don't
2: wanna, time. Uh, well, <laughs> Bradley Beal did fall at the end and was a little hobbled. It
1: looked bad, but he yeah.
2: finished the game. But I didn't want to bring that up to be nice to Jamel. Jesus, I didn't. But uh,
3: <sighs> wasn't well, he the you. only one who dodged the bullet this year? Well, so far, yeah. Well, has he? You know what? This is the t- if you're gonna get even just a little bit hurt and need some time to rest. This is the time to do it just because you'd rather be healthy in a couple of weeks going to the playoffs or playing, which I think the Wizards will.
0: I mean, I don't know if he's not on the floor. We're, uh what, 11-0 and in the last 11 games he's played? And, yeah, that's three L's without him. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, you guys just went – you guys just went – Ten and one in your
1: last eleven games. Now, right as of this moment, you guys are looking really good. What Russell Westbrook? I think had like, what is that? Like fifteen triple doubles in those last
0: twenty games. No, it's something insane. He's decided to make jump shots. I don't. I don't know. Excellent, (laughs)
2: excellent um, game by you guys beating the Cavs. um, Because the Cavs did exactly what they should. They kept it close and then lost it in the fourth. Um <laughs> wait. How how,
1: how uh, do that, Peter Peter, no. Peter is a, a You don't get P- Peter to be happy Cleveland. about losses. Oh
0: yeah. Don't try to turn this on on me. What? I, want... I am happy.
2: Yeah, I'm happy for you.
0: <laughs> no!
2: That's not <laughs> that's not it. Bro, we're playing good and we've are the third worst team in the East, so we're going to get enough ping pong balls. We'll have Cunningham or whatever the fuck his name is, Kate Cunningham, and we'll be on our way.
1: Kate Cunningham, yeah. You don't even know what that dude does. I watched
2: him suck in the tournament.
0: Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lord.
2: Um. Okay. Wait. So, <laughs> we, so we're going with Budenholzer for the best Popovich disciple. Is that right?
1: I mean. I guess technically yes. I mean I look, we 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 value the experience with pop as like a huge thing for coaches, but like who really has had big success coming out of that? Budenholzer is technically probably the most successful, but like hasn't done anything in the playoffs really ever. He you know, he I don't know, man. What was that? Hawks team in 2015 was like 63 wins in the regular season and then just like shat the bed in the playoffs. And then the Bucks have been huge disappointments after being favorites. I don't know.
2: I mean, LeBron will do that to anybody, but I don't know. Um,
3: well, Doc, isn't Doc off the Doc Popovich is off coaching the, tree? Didn't he yes, coach there? Doc. So there you go. That's your best. He's got oh, a wait. Ring. Doc is also Popovich. Oh, yeah. I, That's a good
2: yeah. call, Hal.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was his oh. early
1: I did not know that. Not
3: to toot the Sixers horn, but to toot. toot.
0: <laughs>
3: the most successful wow. off the we we trade we upgraded off of the coaching tree. Yeah, we are we like Doc Rivers. Yeah,
1: this pop guy is not good enough. Let's trade him in for Doc.
3: I <laughs> Doc's Doc's interviews, his his post or like the uh, beginning of the quarter interviews when the team is losing are my favorite my favorite things, like, I don't know, if they're going to show up or they're not. We're terrible. <laughs> we're really bad at basketball. I hate all of these people. <laughs> I wish they were dead. I choked Danny Green a little bit during the huddle, <laughs> just a little, as a message to
2: everybody. And that was what made the fans like him even more because everybody wants to do that yeah. to Danny Green just a little bit.
3: <laughs> That's right. I'm going to Greco Roman wrestle Paul Reed at the end in the tunnel. I told him he can't run.
1: I, I like. Uh... I was watching the Nets-Suns game earlier today, and uh, I think Monty Williams, the Suns coach, had one of my favorite uh, after-first-quarter interviews ever where they, they asked – Kyrie went off, I think, for like 14 or 16 points in the first quarter. And they were like, how do you guys hope uh, to contain Kyrie Irving? And Monty Williams is like – "Uh." I hope something happened between the first quarter and the second quarter, and he's not coming back because we, we can't stop him.
2: Like, I hope the Space Jam aliens came down and sucked yeah. his powers yeah. out of his nose.
3: Yeah, We need a new set of Monstars. I told them to go to him. Yeah. Great. Just go for the, the net starting five. You'll be fine.
2: I like the Sixers' chances think it's... I do, too. I, maybe it's crazy. Harden does not seem like he's going to be... Unless they're just kind of pulling a rope-a-dope. And yes, I know Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are pretty darn good, but it's a lot of adversity that goes on in the, the playoffs. And we'll see. They haven't done it before. I,
3: I think you can game plan to a certain extent for the Nets a little bit it's going to be impossible for them defensively. I'm not, I'm not scared of them defensively if I'm the Sixers and I have a healthy team, but I also think it's going to come down to, you know, now we're a game and a half out of, out of the one seed, but we have 12 games left and only one against a, we have a game against the heat. That's it. Like we're playing Oklahoma city on Monday. There's everybody's sitting, everybody's sitting on, on, on the, on the thunder.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Even, even if I know Ben's not playing because whatever, whatever, Horrific alien virus he's been infected with <laughs> is keeping him off the court. But even even if Joel doesn't start, that's got to be like you have to win that game. It's just you can't you can't let the Thunder win. Seems
2: like you guys are you locked in no matter what for playing the Bucks in the second round,
1: right?
3: We'd have to if we get the first round, then then the Nets and Bucks will have to play each other in the second round, assuming they both survive. The first, the first seat is our only chance to avoid,
2: avoid playing either of them. The first,
3: and you're one. walking into the buzz that, that is the
2: uh, the New York Knicks, though. So be careful what you wish for. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. I, I mean that's uh, just it's just going to be dirty, grimy. Mm-hmm. People are going to get hit in the head. I've never,
2: you <laughs> know, just presented though a situation. That you're right though that like the 76ers should try to win every single game from here on out.
0: Yep. I think Bucks, Nets, I mean, I got the Bucks in that series right now. Just I mean, KD, it's just gonna be a shootout and I don't know. I don't know what the the Nets look like in foul trouble. I mean, yeah. the Nets when they're when they have one
1: other stars healthy are fucking unstoppable. Like the supporting cast around them, Joe Harris. <laughs> even like Timothy Lauwau Kabaro like ever like everyone is just playing way above their level right now and so like as long as Kyrie or Kevin or James Harden are healthy they seem unstoppable but like getting all three of them healthy all at the same time has been a real challenge and i don't know like it it like how how what are they are they faking it like, are they just are they just pretending like Kevin Durant got a thigh contusion, which in my mind is just like a bruise on
0: your thigh. And he was out for three games. Is that fake? Mm. That's this is the most um toxic fan you've ever sounded, Benner. Usually me and Peter <laughs> are the toxic fans. And you're like, I'm, you know.
1: I just think like It's either, like, either Kevin Durant is, like, way too fragile or they're just pretending like he's more fragile than he should be and saving him for the playoffs. I don't know. Well, once
0: he gets, it's like he heals and, you know, does, like, physical therapy and then, you know, as a part of that, he finishes a 35 ventures project. So it's like he actually could have played last week, but he was, like, You know he was he was on like post production on a thing. Yeah, he was
3: in edit bay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: he was in the edit bay working on some stuff. (laughs)
3: Yeah, I got to get this cut done. I'm sitting over here frame fucking an editor. I can't be out there trying to cut. Yeah, yeah. and
0: Steve Nash was like, "Well, you know, if we could hire you a guy," he's like, "Nah, nah, nah, (laughs) (laughs) nah, gotta be me." I'll hit you guys in a week.
3: I think the the biggest mistake Steve Nash has made is sitting playing durant against minnesota and then sitting him against the sixers the next night because they gave us the tiebreaker that was a huge game for us mm-hmm. so and we'll say it might not matter they're up a game and a half now but that, i think that can swing pretty easily we have the i think we have the easiest schedule in the league to to close out again yeah. you guys it the just next feels 12 like- games are yeah,
1: guys- incredibly easy for the sixers they like, they could theoretically go 12-0 and 0 if Ben shakes whatever fucking Australian flu he's dealing with. Yeah. Uh, if Ben, Tobias, and, and Joel are all on the court, they could go 12-0. and 0. It's just crazy. Like, the Nets have not really had their big three healthy the whole time, and they are up a game and a half for the one seed. Like, that's insane.
3: Yeah, they're really good. They're all you have three guys, any of whom can lead a team to victory by themselves in in the regular season. Playoffs are going to be different if they're not all healthy. I, I don't think they would get bounced in the first round, but they could if if one of them if the Celtics are like the six seed, and they're the two seed, or the or the three seed, or something like that. If it's two seven, whatever it is, if the Celtics could beat them.
0: Nah, the Celtics have to lose in the first round this year. I'm sick of these fucking losers. Oh, I want that. that. The Celtics need to end now. And this is the time. Look, nothing
3: would make me happier than seeing a headline that says, Jason Tatum demands trade. Oh, that would be so great.
0: I need them to fall to wherever they need to be to play the Knicks. End it!
3: Oh, yeah, they put 4-5? Because the Knicks are the
1: fourth seed net right now, right? Come on! Yeah, so need to be, yeah, the Celtics, and look, I think the Celtics will overtake the Hawks for the five seed. Uh, Trey Young will be out for, what, like four or five games now? They thought he was going to be out for the season, and now he's, apparently, the injury is much less serious. He'll be back before the season ends, but I think in that, like, four or five game span, the Celtics will definitely overtake the Hawks for the five seed, and then we'll see the Knicks, and uh, we'll see Julius Randle versus Jason Tatum. The matchup we all <laughs> have been dreaming of. Yep, penciled yeah.
3: it in at the beginning of the season. Yep. So excited. Yeah, everyone,
0: everyone wanted Julius Randle to Quigley go versus die smart. Somewhere. Here we go, and he is not okay. He is not. He got his braids done, and he is back. Despite everyone wishing he would just go to hell, he refuses. <laughs> My question to you all is: When the Knicks defeat Boston in the first mm-hmm. round? Does the value of my Chris Stapp's Porzingis jersey go up?
2: Yes, absolutely. Of absolutely, course. you might, you might yeah. even want to sell high right at the beginning of the series because Nick yeah. fans right now are purchasing things like they're like I don't know, I don't. There's no, there's no comp for it. They are out of their goddamn minds. Like. Nick fans will buy anything right now. You can sell them Swampland in Florida and they are like ready to go. If you just say like Crystal's Porzingis was there once. Like
0: Yeah. For all my uh overweight Knicks fans out there, hit up NBA.com. get yourself uh get yourself some bonus buys. They got some <laughs> good uh they got some good uh fat guy sweaters. Enjoy.
3: <laughs> Go for the sweaters and then stay for the Charlie Ward jersey. You can get get to go over top.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff,
1: and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Should yeah. the Knicks sign Jeremy Lynn
0: to a playoff deal? No. no. Why not? <laughs> I just, listen. I mean, what is that about? Seems like they got a pretty good uh, thing going on right now symbolic jeremy lynn was he just gonna stand there yeah, yeah.
1: why not
3: i'll put lynn Sanity on the back of his jersey just to make it just so everybody really remembers those glory days
0: i mean that's fair you look it's like I, what you're proposing is fun but i don't want to do anything to remind julius randall that he might be playing better than he ever will again in his life <laughs> Just anything to just put blinders on the man. All right, you're saying that look, as someone I, I've been a
1: Julius Randle truther for years. He <laughs> is one of the of the last like five seasons, he has been one of the like most reliable, productive, like great fantasy players. He fills a stat sheet. I won like a fantasy league. Based on Julius Randall's production, he is great. I don't know. Like, I think he's just been under the radar. I don't think this is going to be his like last good year. Okay. Do you think sign
0: Jeremy Lin back, and you see what happens? Yeah, you see what happens to the man's confidence. Then
1: I just want Jeremy Lin to be happy. He keeps switching up his hairstyles to try to find something. You don't (laughs) think switching
2: up your hairstyles is emblematic of him being happy? What if he loves switching up his hair?
1: I think when you when someone does a drastic thing with their hair suddenly and they're doing it every year, it's like a sign of like depression, sure or trauma. Oh, yeah.
3: Do you think that Julius Randall, because his contract is that he's a he's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season, right?
1: Is, I believe a, so. This, yeah,
3: this is the second of a two year deal. Is he going to get a max deal from New York? Because he'll get one somewhere if someone will have room and sign it. But I feel like. If any team could screw this up, it would be the team that's owned by
1: James Dolan, the worst owner in the NBA. Exactly what I was thinking. He, the Knicks, will undervalue him and lowball him, and he will probably go someplace that offers him a max. It'll probably be fucking. You guys are out he of goes your back mind. To New are you kidding me? Are
2: you out of your minds? Jim Dolan is gonna. This is the first opportunity where he's actually stumbled into something good since fucking. Mm. Jeff Van Gundy was the coach.
0: He better hurry up and drop another album. if He's real smart.
3: <laughs> I'd say even if they if they sign him, it's one season before he gets banned from walking through the building. <laughs> like they did to Patrick Curry. Yeah. Security won't let him through to the locker room.
0: Now, Gosh. they need to bring Charles Oakley back. That's what you do. Yeah. You bring Oakley back. Make him the coach. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Honestly, when, you know, once we're, we're all vaccinated and things open back up, the, the first thing I'm doing, J.D. in the straight shot at Madison Square Garden, I'm going. I've got my tickets. I'm, I'll be there.
0: What are, you, what are you? What are you wearing to
1: that show, Benner? <laughs> fedora's. I'm wearing four fedoras stacked on top. He's of gonna
2: have show. one fedora on his head and one fedora covering his junk and two covering his tuches. That's what he's gonna do.
0: Yeah, and the rest all scarves.
1: <laughs> yeah, my dick is gonna be like Steven Tyler's microphone stand. It's just gonna be <laughs> scarves tied up and down it. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I, you know, honestly, I would, I would go see a JD in the straight shot concert. That's how like excited I am to go back and see live music. I would go, I would go to that.
0: If the Knicks beat you on the playoffs, you have to go.
1: Yeah, no, I there's not even any qualifiers. I I'm going. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, You can't throw up a roadblock to this. Yeah. He's already passed it. Man, I was um,
0: on a side note um West Hollywood is back. Uh I don't know <laughs> what things are looking like <laughs> on your side of town but I was like I was just walking around over there and yeah there was like a line down the block to get into some like w- weird like club with a with a tent no. in an alley.
3: Oh, West Hollywood, no.
0: Hollywood's back.
3: L. A. Yeah. is back, right? And they business. They, here shit's popping I thought you were gonna say the line, just a line for Tender Greens. Everybody wants to try the new flavor <laughs> steak they have. Yeah. Hold on,
0: son. Thank you for saying that. I just, was, you know how like so like people are traveling less. I feel like, like the way the way Uber drivers used to have to go to the airport. That's Tender Greens now. Like they're, they're just rolling in there, like. Grubhub guys are just parking at Tender Greens, just waiting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad Hal liked it. Y'all look sad as shit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they pick up a bunch of meals, and then somebody waves in the next line of of yeah, yeah. to come pick this up. Is,
0: this is this is the yeah the Tender Greens parking lot is LAX. Yeah, they if can't you're a make... uh, if you're a delivery driver, <laughs> they can't make enough salt and pepper chicken.
3: They can't keep it in. They can't keep it in stock. It's all just Too hot, baby. Burned yeah. broccolini. You got it <laughs> by the ton.
0: Single-handedly raising the value of of spices.
3: Yeah, you want tomato soup that's not as good as you remember it? The last time you had it, they'll ladle it in. They'll give you a whole bucket of it. It's being, sh- being shipped out on the reg.
0: Oh man, we'll we'll do this episode three other times for different regional references as well. It's <laughs> yeah. like can't wait for the friend. Yeah, this is
3: like the, 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 <laughs> the, the West yeah. Coast
2: Thirty Rock where there's like four different jokes and just plug them in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Banner, check your email. You should ben. have a confirmation to sign up for JD and the Straight Shots tour updates when they come out. So <laughs> just took care of that I'll, for
1: you. You're absolutely right. I H-P-A. do. Well, thank you. Don't say I've never done anything Absolute to help work, the podcast, dude. okay? <laughs> That's great. I hate this. I hate that I have. I'm on this list now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: ah, he wants to unsubscribe so bad, yep, but nope. you gotta wait for the first email. I confirmed. Oh, yeah, I'm in.
1: I'm yeah. Their website
2: does not look like it's send... been updated in three years. So,
3: but oddly, they send four emails a day. <laughs> Just to keep you updated, (laughs) Uh, no updates. We just had some cereal. How are you?
1: It is really funny. I feel bad for James Dolan's band because it's clearly just like they get paid because they're exactly they're like they're trapped. If if you're a 57
2: year old New York musician, you've been on the road your whole life. You've been playing like. Club since you know every day till four a.m. just trying to get by, and then James fucking Dolan's like, "Hey, come play fiddle in my band, and I'll pay you ninety five thousand dollars a year." Because money has no concept to me. That's the best fucking job in the world. Are you kidding me? No wonder Hell all those people yeah, are up like, there
0: smiling and being like,
2: "Good job, James. You got it, man. We're gonna live forever." Like, yeah,
0: exactly. Dude, yeah, you can't keep going to the same key parties. <laughs> <laughs> <You feel> me. <laughs> It At feels some point, like, you got to get out of the house. It's the
3: musician version of the toy. He's just bought a band to be. You're going to be in my band forever. I gave you money. Now we're a band, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, whatever, man. I, I just want to play my harpsichord in peace.
1: It's the only, <laughs> literally the only similarity between James Dolan and Richard Pryor <laughs> it, is that comparison.
3: <laughs> well, he's, he's, he's not even Richard Pryor. He's, oh, right. Uh, he's the he's child. Pu- he's, yeah. he's, he's Jackie Gleason. <laughs> uh, he's Jackie Gleason and the child and Dougie Schwartz. He's both yeah. of them at the same time.
1: Uh,
3: Just a whole band of Richard Pryor. It really looks like
2: it took a hit The JD and the stray shots because they're, website is that like they're talking about their new album that just came out the acoustic album the great divide which actually dropped two years ago
0: yeah we did an episode about that three years ago i feel like i wonder if they're i wonder if the band's okay
1: <laughs> we didn't we didn't know <laughs>
0: yeah we played dude we Don't were we like music? we <laughs> were like the joe Budden podcast dude we were playing <laughs> we were playing exclusive cuts of the Great Divide, you don't remember this?
1: I always forget how much our podcast is about James Dolan's band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what instrument does he play harmonica, in band? I'm looking at a picture of all them. Harmonica, harmonica and singing. singing, man. Yeah,
3: yeah. Of course. He- does he actually play the harmonica, or does he just breathe in and out of it? And then he also mic?
2: plays the money t- counting machine too. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Puts it <non-stool, laughs> yeah. on Puts
0: singles through. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fire. Yeah. Uh, I fucking love that. that song. I wanted to in that thing. <laughs> yeah.
3: He does a whole percussion piece with one of those old change dispensers, too. But they're it's just gold doubloons coming out of it.
0: Mm. Ah. Sweet. Sweet I sounds. Go. Oh that...
2: if, if if the Knicks Ugh. beat the cell if the Knicks win a playoff series, all Knicks fans have to unironically support Jiddy in the straight shots. They have to.
1: Ugh.
3: i look at a picture, a picture of the band, and they I just this is Stockholm syndrome in a picture. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Look at, Oh, and the picture is from a Sports Illustrated article. The headline is, "Yes, Nick's owner James Dolan's band is going on tour with Jewel." <laughs> I hate everything. I hate everyone.
1: I regret everything. I love that headline is like answering a question that ostensibly people had been asking. <laughs> yeah. Like- it's one of those that you ask in a really high voice like is James Tolan's band going out with Jewel?
2: <laughs> yes.
3: Right. Si's here with the answer. Here's just
2: a snippet about their inspiration from their about section. Inspired by artists such as Fleetwood Mac, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, Civil Wars, Jefferson Airplane, Three Dog Night, and the Yardbirds, mm-hmm. JD and the Straight Shot delivers a sweets, sweet, <laughs> sweet sound and strong songwriting mixed with the swagger of rock and roll. The Great Divide, their new album, boasts unforgettable hooks, soaring melodies, and powerful stories. There is a 100% chance James Dolan wrote that.
0: I
1: don't think James Dolan's written anything. Well, he wrote three songs on The Great Divide. I don't know if you Uh, check the liner notes, my man. That's a good point. That's a good point.
3: Get ready for the musical experience of the century. Pull up next to your saltwater pool with a bladder of Franzia and of charcuterie plate, and enjoy our latest album. It's guaranteed to move you as you drink to forget.
0: Yeah. Do, are you wearing a silk robe after 4 p.m.? <laughs> but it also is before 10? It's
3: <laughs> is, is for you. 90% of your wardrobe is expensive sweatpants. We've got the album for you.
0: Uh, gave up on trying to reconnect with your son. <laughs> hey, I got a tape. I got a tape you might like, my my guy. <laughs> if you only
3: remember the names of ten percent of your house staff, you're gonna love our latest album. <laughs> TD Ameritrade says, "Thank you for your huge deposit."
2: The um, the last. I know he wrote one song on this album because they're all like two, three, four minutes, and then the last, and there, you know, some good names in there like "It Must Be Night," "I Should Have Known,"
0: <laughs> "Walking on a Wire."
2: But the last song is a seven-minute and twenty-two-second banger called "Jessica," and I feel like there is a Ooh. there was a hundred percent chance that was written by James Dolan, hundred percent.
0: Seven right. minutes and twenty-two <laughs> seconds. Is it about Jessica Tandy? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: how many times do you think? Cocoon. It's only about. Uh, this is a podcast about basketball, guys. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> oh, Forty-eight minutes in. <laughs> Look, I just want to talk, Jamel. This is a topic you want to talk about. Mm. Portland Trailblazers currently Man. on the skids right now, in the midst of a five game losing streak,
0: mm.
1: firmly played their way out of the playoffs into the playing tournament, mm. sitting at 30 to 28, 12 games back. They are one game back from uh, the Dallas Mavericks for the sixth seed. Mm. Wait.
0: Can the Trailblazers turn it around? I mean,. Seems like Nurk coming back fucked up some stuff. We thought Nurk I, I coming know. back I, was going to turn it, it around for them, and it turned it... it yeah, was it... Okay, because Norman Powell comes there first. Mm-hmm. Then Nurk comes back, what, three weeks later? Was it even three weeks? I thought it was... Maybe it was two? Like three games later. I don't know. I don't know, something. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I, I, uh, I'm I not going to look it up. I'm not going to look up the facts on that.
0: Yeah, but Nurk is... It was uh, shortly after. Yeah, he's in uh, White Howard mode. <laughs> but I yeah, I haven't watched any games. I've just been seeing these box scores, and it's like, damn. I I see it's it's fucked up. It looks like uh, the Mavs are taking all that juice they had midseason. Once Mark Carmelo was on the cover of a uh, Wine Spectator magazine, things <laughs> really went south. It became fantastic meme
1: fodder and then caused a losing. Streak. All right, I have an announcement. Okay. okay. Is it about JD and the chat? I've been listening to Jessica
2: on, uh, I found Jessica on the <laughs> oh. Nashville sessions. And it turns out that it's a cover of the Allman the Brothers band <laughs> song, Jessica. It's not an original, but sure. it's the acoustic, the yeah. Guitar Hero song. So. He just wanted to show off that he could also play guitar. So good for him. Um, and I only want to say, too, that his Norman Powell, Gary Trent Jr. trade is definitely a factor in this. Talking about the the Blazies. We talked about this. We talked about mm-hmm. would this matter? And one team has gone in the skids since that, that trade went down.
0: Well, and one okay, team so- has gone like... Uh, completely out of the fucking playoffs but that's not his fault that's because Boucher is out and they you know like Kyle Lowry and like Van Fleet are never playing at the same time like Gary Trent was the reason they yeah. won a lot of their games they were, already in, the, yeah. they were already in the pooper they were
1: yeah, in the yeah. shitter uh, they've gone 5-5 five and five in the last 10 mostly because Gary Trent Jr. is very good uh, yeah I, I he beat us I, I truly don't get why. I mean, I like Norman Powell a lot. I think he's very good. Uh, but I would have just taken Gary Trent Jr. over him.
0: I don't know why the, the Blazers made that trade. He's got the best corner three in the league. He's the best at the corner three this season. Norman Powell is, statistically. Yeah. But that's, I don't know what else. It's not helping, them, yeah. it's not helping them
1: win games at the moment. Yeah, but
2: the Raptors aren't sure. trying to win games. They're just trying to like, get back to Canada.
1: That's true. <laughs> I don't know.
3: I maybe this is is wrong to say, but I'm enjoying watching the Raptors burn. That's okay. I'm enjoying. See, that's it. personal. That's a personal. That's thing. personal. I can that. Does it go yeah, back to the,
1: the, the 2018 playoffs? Is that why? You
3: mean when Kawhi traveled and it wasn't called? <laughs> oh yes. JD and the straight shot truth bomb coming your way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Listen up, Jessica.
3: Listen. I think they made a huge mistake not trading Kyle Lowry to wherever. I don't, I don't. I don't think Philly would have gotten it done. Miami would have made sense. I don't think anybody was really offering. I, I mean, the extent to which you, you really learn which players a, a team's fans overvalue when there's a big name Oof. being thrown around yep. for 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 trades, but. The I fact that, themselves...
1: that that the Heat were like, We're at, hey, uh we won't give up Tyler Hero for Kyle yeah. Lowry is fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Hero and
3: Duncan Robinson for a future Hall of Famer. Why? Yeah. <laughs> what would we give up this gold mine?
1: Yeah. Tyler Hero has gone on to prove uh that uh that was a bad decision. He's been terrible basically since the trade deadline.
3: Yeah. Um He's streaky. He's a streaky second-year player. He's not. I mean, he's not as good as as the people who are his biggest fans think. He's not as bad as his biggest detractors think. Like he's, I think he's going to be a decent player in the league, but may never. He may never fly as
1: high as he did in the bubble. No, he's a decent bench player. Uh, well, my
0: thing with that deal is, what's the difference between Kyle Lowry and and Goran Drag- Dragic in term of team role? Like backup veteran. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm, yeah. That's probably like, true.
1: Like a mark, like a market upgrade. De- like takes yeah. like three charges a game defense. Like.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot he's he is. I forgot the man is all ass. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah, he's
3: better defender, better scorer, better facilitator. Like he just does everything better. Goran Dragic is good. He's like a he's like a a, a decent solid point guard. But I would take Kyle Lowry over him. Yeah, and Harpy, and they I they I like Drogic a lot. Too much money, yeah. Yeah, he's they didn't get off his contract, which is kind of tough. Although I think it's maybe he's he's done after this year, or has another year. So Miami will be in good, they'll have decent cap space, but then are they going to sign Lowry at at thirty five, thirty six years old without getting a look at him? I mean, it's hard to tell.
0: I mean, I don't know. Oladipo doesn't play ever. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. That's a heartbreaker. Uh, Drajic is on a
1: one-year deal for 18 mil at the moment. Um,
0: See, that's the, the, what I was saying. They re-signed him for this crazy money. Oh, no, no, it. I'm
1: sorry. He he actually, he, they. you're right. They did sign him two years. So he's got 19 mil next year. Um, yep. Which seems expensive
0: for Goran Drajic, But I don't, yeah, I don't. Him but, and Pat Riley got a club together that's opening in 2022. That's what this is all about. This is just kind of a, a bonus for uh going in on that space with him.
3: And you know who's playing opening night in that club? Oh. in the straight shot?
0: In the they're morning, doing, on I
3: get yeah. the
2: news. And if you wonder how I know that, it's because I've been listening to it this entire time, baby.
0: Oh, my God. So for a split second, I was like, wait, Hal really knows who has opening night? Like, I forgot the club was made up. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted Hal's it to be real plug, so bad. Oh, Is it Tiesto? <laughs> Nah, yeah, no, I think Pat Riley Oh yeah, he's gonna get like Boss Gags or some shit in there. No, dude. I it's think Pat be... Riley's <laughs> got like
1: Bad Bunny on deck.
0: I think Pat Riley Ooh. is oh, like... Oh yeah, uh... Super Miami like he, yeah, he's like Will Smith in Bad Boys universe Like <laughs> We forget that like yeah. their
1: Instagram videos of like Pat Riley and Dwayne Wade dressed like Aladdin in dancing reggaeton <laughs> Like, Yeah, I think you're right
0: yeah. Nah, he might do. What if his daddy Yankee? What if he's still? Give us a throwback, Pat. Yeah, I think he could do it. I think that's what he's into, honestly. <laughs> uh. guys, we got to go to Miami, guys. We got to find out. We got to find out what Pat Riley likes. He's going to bring back the Miami sound machine for the opening night of his club. Oh, yeah. Gloria
1: <laughs> is coming out of retirement. I assume she's in retirement. I don't know. Is Gloria <laughs> Stefan still alive? <laughs> Yes, okay, she's see, fine. Okay, yeah. She's doing well. <laughs> okay, good. She's playing opening night at uh at Pat Riley and Goran Dragics Club. Uh, yeah, opening for Dra- JD in the straight yeah, Show. Dragons, I think, is the name of the club. Sure. Yeah. it's
3: you have to smoke a cigar while you're inside. You know, Dragons is like the only
2: yeah. kind of imagery that like an Eastern European dude and like greasy Pat Riley are both like yeah. Dragons, nice. <laughs> yeah. What conveys Hell strength yeah. and beauty? Yeah, dragons.
3: <laughs> you know how you always wanted to fuck a dragon, right? What if we put a big one in the yes, outside of the club?
2: Yes, yes. Oh, yeah,
3: people can't wait. VIP members get They're to gonna stick be their up.
2: dick in the dragon. Yeah, it's gonna be like a tender <laughs>
3: greens. You won't be able to keep people away. <laughs> Do you ever have their just quarter cup of salad they give you on every plate? It's not enough, but it's also too much.
1: How fast
2: do you think James Dolan would sue someone if they made a New York (laughs) Knicks (laughs) musical with exclusively the music from JD and the Straight Shots?
1: Immediately. I love how fixated you are on James Dolan this episode.
2: I just like... (laughs) Can't stop watching. He only doesn't even have a thousand subscribers on his YouTube. I can't believe that there aren't a thousand New York Knicks fans who just want to troll him.
0: <laughs> he won't. He'll send them to fucking jail. Everyone who trolls him gets locked up, man. Right? They've all tried. Do you think he would be open to doing
2: like a narrative?
0: Manhattan is like North Korea. If you fuck with the <laughs> Nick, you could do
2: like a narrative podcast about the straight, like the history of JD and the straight shots. Like people would like. Like, we, like, just get everybody to talk. Do you think James Dolan would, like, talk himself yeah. about the history? I feel like you could.
0: Dude, you should be tricking him into doing that. Yeah.
2: All right.
3: Put it Come on, on the MS, dude.
0: He's got get the MSG to work, network. Peter.
3: He's got his state-run TV in the MSG network. Just put it on there.
0: See what I'm saying? No, it's lit. this is a real here's, problem. Here's the
2: problem already, though, It's like, I've listened to their music now, unironically, for the last <laughs> seven minutes, and I'm in. I'm in. I'm in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oh no. Oh no, we lost him. I, can't I knew once happened. he started that Joe Biden shit. I knew. <laughs> I we told you we should have stopped him, Benner. I told you. Now look. We done lost our fucking son. <laughs> There's no stopping it.
1: Uh, guys, Anthony Davis is back. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. <laughs>
0: I'm out. You guys fought no, about
2: Vucevic mattering. Okay. Oh, yeah. To the Chicago Bulls, and I know I'm bringing back the Cleveland Cavaliers, but the Vucevic-led Bulls uh, lost to the Cavs by eight thousand points
0: last week. Um. Okay. So what happened? What did he sucked. do? He what sucked. What happened?
2: I am officially. All right. I'm officially casting my vote for Benner being correct about this trade. The Bulls are a total dumpster fire. You don't trade for an All-Star caliber person and then. Lose to the Cavs by eight thousand points.
3: I don't remember who they traded.
2: Wendell Carter, was it a Jr.?
3: three-team deal. Oh, that's that. Yeah, it?
0: it was. It was him, and uh, there might have been a third team involved Co- as not well. Not Kobe White, no, no, and definitely not Thomas Saturanski, the crown jewel of it all. Yeah, that son of a bitch. It was a four-player so, four yeah, deal. Traded, and they got Magic traded Vucevic and al Aminu, still in the league, apparently. Who isn't... I think he never left his house. Yeah. Uh, in exchange <laughs>
1: for Wendell Carter Jr., Otto Porter Jr., right, and two first-round picks. That's, that's, that's right,
3: because they were... Otto Porter Jr. was maybe going to get bought out. That was, like, kind of the rumble when he... Two first-round picks? Sorry, go ahead.
1: Two first-round picks. Two? Yeah. Um... That's, look, okay, so how to fill you in, Jamel and I kind of uh, went to war over this trade. I I just think Vucevic is a very good center, but he was putting up great stats on a bad team for like seven seasons. I didn't see how this was going to move the needle for the Bulls in any way at all. Like, I thought, like, I don't know. I like Otto Porter Jr. Walmart Carter Jr. has not kind of lived up to expectations at all. But, like, giving away those two guys and two first round picks for essentially just Vucevic was like, they're not going to make the playoffs because of this. And Jamel basically told me, fuck you. Vucevic is great. And he is great. But I yeah, think. No, it is. But I think my point remains. My point is proving out. It's not like
0: they—they're still out of the playoffs. So they're Look, not in the the, the play in at all. The Bulls are beyond fixing. It's yeah. the Bulls. But if you put him on the Clippers, what do you come on? Trading two first round
2: picks is something that we did not talk enough about. Yeah, that's that's a bad.
3: Yeah, it's not a. That's great the Bulls trade, sucking.
2: But but I I agree. I think Vucevic
3: is is great. I would have loved to see him go to either sacramento or dallas last offseason i think he could have helped in dallas a ton he's, oh wide, my enough. God. They he's was wide enough he's crazy in dallas no, he'd he would be, no, he'd yeah. be
1: better in dallas right now for sure i think yeah
3: but i mean he he's never been really on a good team he'll like he puts up good stats on bad teams because he's been on bad teams is Brandon is Brandon ingram a, a, a crappy player because he's never been on a good team but he puts up numbers like would he be any good like if you plug him into the right situation He'd probably be really good, but he wouldn't be able to take as many shots per game.
1: Like, I don't know about Brandon. It's hard Brandon. to evaluate. I, those I guys. do I do love Brendan Ingram, but like I don't know what the right fit for Brandon Ingram is. Like what good team could he slide into and contribute right now? I don't know.
3: Yeah, that's maybe the Knicks. Maybe the Knicks will sign him. <laughs> feels like the kind of guy
1: the Knicks would sign. He does feel like a New York player, honestly. He feels yeah. like or a, the, he feels the like a Dolan Pacers. guy, yeah.
0: I think the Pacers he helps them a lot. I
1: yeah. mean, anybody helps the Pacers at the moment.
0: Well, you sure. Who in the
1: NBA just think, would think.
2: best be fit to join J.D. In the Straight Shots?
1: Well, Victor Oladipo, Robin Lopez. Could Lopez could oh, oh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe they need someone to to do like I could you okay so like there's like a seven minute jessica performance at madison square garden james dolan is just wailing away suddenly there's a rap breakdown all right a player comes it's anthony edwards comes out and he starts going like jessica that was my girl he starts rapping he does like a like a two-minute rap breakdown in the middle of jessica anthony edwards that's the guy
3: i hope he starts with jessica that was my girl yeah That was my girl, my whole world. Her <laughs> yeah. hair was always in a curl.
0: <laughs> it's kind of flowing.
3: I go yeah, on. It's I can't help it. It's yeah. just in me. No, He's that's it. Then go. he leaves.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I just love uh, rap breakdowns in the middle of songs that don't like have them.
0: And I think like Anthony Sister Edwards 2?
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> throw yeah. in the rap breaks. Yeah.
0: Oh man.
3: Joyful, joyful. Yeah, sure. Yo, where yeah. is
0: that guy? Where is that white <laughs> rapper? <laughs> He's
3: opening for JD and the Straight Shot yeah. at hey, the Pomona County Fair Puck Complex.
1: Yeah. Ooh. We got three acts in the bill. We got Jewel, we got JD, and we got <laughs> the guy from Sister Act. Just too. a white that guy. Back in the yeah. habit. Yeah. Don't yeah. you feel
3: like JD and the Straight Shot at some point tried, like in the past year, tried to do a socially distanced concert in like Sonoma? Like they tried to go to wine country somewhere and do like we're gonna bring music back, everybody, bro. I'm we're gonna bring our Nashville sessions. Bro, I'm watching
2: their fucking playlist. live performance from Aspen Bar <laughs> right now, a 2016 you <laughs> of Glide, yeah, another what banger.
3: The fuck, Glide? man? Why are you doing <laughs> I this? Am, Peter, I do not like
1: All right, let's wrap this up.
0: I think P- Ew, we we've yeah. accidentally sent Peter off the deep end. Yo, can we get him into like some sort of like <laughs> detox facility? Glad. <Glide!
2: laughs> oh, guys, I'll uh, I'll catch you up on all of it. <laughs> <laughs> this man
0: is gone. He has been in the fucking northeast United States for too long.
1: Right, Hal. If you don't know, Peter uh, Peter has been living in Cape Cod uh, for much of the <laughs> yeah. pandemic. Is this what happens when um, you, you get Lyme her... disease? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Peter Peter retreated to his in-laws house in Massachusetts and has uh abandoned his uh his Jewish ways and has just become more and, more and more of a wasp. That's He's it. just becoming so waspy to the point where he is now a JD and a Straight Shot fan. Oh, we lost another one. <laughs>
3: oh That's how it happens. JD in the straight shot (laughs) killing the diaspora.
1: I
2: gotta get out of here so I can listen to this new one I'm watching called Shambhala. Okay.
3: Hal, is there anything
1: you want to plug before we wrap this up? Yeah, uh,
3: you can uh, follow me all over social media at Hal Lublin. You can listen to my podcast, Tights and Fights. We got this good morning night veil. But also uh just a couple of quick reviews one is no matter the song that was being played the crown found a way to move and groove along to it and catch a show you won't be disappointed you can find all the info you need online at jdss band thank you on twitter so give them a follow there throw a follow and a like and let you know all the fellow banders out there we're here we're straight shooters and we can't wait for to, to gather together again and, uh, you know, drink White Claws and listen to whatever the hell uh, their cover of Indigata DeVita sounds like.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next year at MSG. Right Haven't guys? tweeted uh, since August 15th yeah. of 2019. Mark <laughs> it down, man.
0: 420. <laughs> Next year in Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> the last. This is
2: the last thing they tweeted, which was a, re- a quote from <laughs> Review from Music Madness Magazine. Quote, no matter the song that was being played, the crowd found a way to move and groove along to it.
0: Nothing about the (laughs) Shelvin
2: verdict?
1: (laughs) 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 Alright, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Bye.